0: Hello, this is Andrew W.K., and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hi, welcome to Freaky Geeks. My name is Shane Smith, and I'm the ghost that resides in a Noel Cummings' apartment that will drive her mad before eventually killing her. I
1: mean, where's the lie?
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah,
1: speaking of Noel Cummings and ghosts, I am one of those things. You figure out which one it is, and I haven't slept because my house
0: is haunted,
1: <laughs> or there's a homeless person hiding in my kitchen.
0: Where's the lie?
1: Figure it out. It could be both. Why not both? A home,
0: you could be haunted and have a homeless person. Can you imagine? I mean, at this point. You just find a spooked out homeless guy in your <laughs> it's house? just
1: like, I haven't left because I'm scared of the ghost. am <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? My life is so crazy. It might as well just be that.
0: <laughs> you have useless dogs.
1: They warn me that it's around before the shit goes down. No,
0: they just warn, they don't warn you. They're just like, hey, ghost is here. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> That's not helpful. I that mean, would be like if I, if, if I like showed up and I was like, Murder is going to kill you. Okay, I got places to be. (laughs) I just left you. You're like, wait, no.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's true. That is fair. They aren't protecting me. But how do you protect yourself from a ghost? Well,
0: I feel like, I don't know. When I was a kid and I would, I I don't spend a lot of time as an adult scared of ghosts. I'll be real. But as (laughs) as a kid, when I would get spooked out, I always felt like the cat. Like if the cat was being normal with me in my room, I felt like I was safe plus there's like a bunch of stuff in like Greek and Egyptian lore that says spirits are afraid of ghosts. Yeah. Or spirits are are afraid afraid of ghosts. Spirits are afraid of cats.
1: Spirits also racist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man, I'll have to figure something out. I also I wanted this and um so I'm just gonna
0: Yeah, I love how like uh you know, a year ago we were doing ghost episodes where we were like, Where are the ghosts? and now you've like, Oh my god, I found them.
1: <laughs> They're in my house and I'm okay with it for now.
0: Are you spooking.
1: I it's not even it's the lack of sleep part that's driving me insane. Not so much the ghosts in my house. I could deal with ghosts in my house. Ghosts live with me every day and it's called my
0: past and I deal oh, with it and I accept man. it.
1: But <laughs> these ones keep me up at two in the morning when I have to work in like two hours that's a fucking problem
0: ghosts are the most active at that time do you know why why no jobs (laughs) (laughs) also (laughs) like you are you a ghost Uh, maybe you don't know
1: oh my god anyway
0: I am the ghost of my hopes and dreams ouch too real (laughs) too fucking real Okay, everyone. Hey, uh, we got a great episode for you today. Noelle actually came up with the concept of this episode, and I was so excited to do it. We're basically talking about killing. Yeah. Just people getting murdered so hard yeah. left and right by other people. Yeah. We're going to- What about it? Well, I guess you'll find out when you listen to this yes. episode. Yes, please do.
1: Please. Um, I hope that we educated you a little bit on serial killers.
0: Yeah, we talk about, and we actually we delve into like the generalizations of killing, wh- how people interact with each other as killers, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty interesting subject matter. We have a good time. Yeah, it's good. And of course, there's lots of jokes that I should never have said. Yeah, I mean, salted vagina boxes
1: happen. Salted vagina. But box. it's not a joke if it's also real. Listen,
0: if you don't salt your vagina box, then those vaginas will shrivel. Yeah, and then what? And then what exactly? What are you gonna do with a shriveled vagina? Not is make what a I belt. said to the last girl's vagina I saw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. not it's not even real. But um, <laughs> yeah, hey everyone, do you want to come see me do some comedy? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I will be doing (laughs) comedy at Jordan Landing at Wise Guys, December sixteenth at eight PM. I'm pretty sure. You know what? Probably. Probably. Seven thirty. Eight
1: PM. Twenty-one and over. Fifteen dollar tickets online or at the door.
0: Or at the door. Uh, trust me, you'll be able to get tickets at the door. <laughs> do oh, not think I'll be selling out.
1: Oh, why? That's just
0: reality. I mean, I think you'll do great. I'm excited I've, for it. I've never sold out a show before. If this is the time I sell out a show, that would be exciting. I think but, it
1: should be. It's kind of it's your birthday show.
0: Yeah, it is my birthday show. I will be 31. Um, I am ancient as fuck. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, yes, I am basically as old as Noel, but. Women just age differently than yes, men. Yes, that
1: is very true. <laughs> a
0: female twenty-five <laughs> is a male thirty-one. It's
1: very true. We look the same age. <laughs> <laughs>
0: people, people have thought that you are. Older I'm older. Than
1: me. People always think I'm older.
0: But that's also not as much you being older as it is me having the face of a small child attached to, I guess, a man's body. I mean, that's a stretch. Debatable. I know. I mean, it depends on who you're talking to. Um. All right. So yeah, December sixteenth, Saturday. Um. I'm gonna be doing uh an hour of comedy. What some people have described as comedy. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, it'll I'll be, be there hanging out. Um, I have some new material, some old material, but I'll be dressed up fancy. Yes. So it'll all seem new. Hey, maybe I'll do some of my old material in a different voice. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it'll feel new. Maybe don't do that. Don't okay. do that at all. Um, yeah. So do that. Um, And then we're going to be doing this podcast live January 13th at the Beehive uh, Social Club which is at 666 South Main, Main Street? Street? That's right. 666, baby. Yeah, um And it's going to be awesome. We're going to be doing uh, we're going to have some comedians come up on stage with us and then the whole show is going to be a lot of audience interaction.
1: Yeah, it's
0: you know how we the did the listener episode and the Noel episode? We're going to do the listener episode. But yeah. we'll be live. So if you want to talk to us, possibly end up on the podcast, and get, have us learn about you, come on out. Yeah, just hang out. Let's have a good time. Yeah, and that's uh, January 13th. That's quite a ways away. I mean, not really. Second Saturday in January. That's it's gonna be great. actually really close. Yeah, it's pretty close actually. Um, thank you, everyone who has donated to us on Patreon.
2: Yeah. we love
0: yes. you so hard. Patreon's doing some weird things and changing some stuff up, but we're garbage people and we don't know what any of it means.
1: Yeah, potentially they're getting rid of the one dollar subscription. Um, I guess when the details are more finite, we'll let you guys know
0: what's up final. with that. Fin- final. Finite would be like less. Okay,
1: when they're final. Mm -hmm. we will let you guys know
0: yeah Uh, so I mean in any case it doesn't matter we love you if you subscribe to us if you do anything for us it's amazing speaking of which it's my birthday you know what I want from you guys for my birthday to go to my show do you know what else I want you guys to write a review for us on iTunes we got some new ones and they're always so great and we love them Uh, the reviews mean a lot to us Uh, Unless you're not going to give us five stars, then go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Use your time to do something else. Hey, you know what else? If you're not sick of me talking, which I don't know how, but you know what? I know. Why are you here? You could come. uh, Go download I Am Salt Lake, which is a podcast. I did an interview on. Um, I talk about a bunch of stuff, including a lot of comedy inside baseball type stuff. I talk about uh, Salt Lake City. I talk about me moving to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um, I talk about Noel a little bit. Gross. Yeah. Which I can never escape from you.
1: <laughs> Everyone's
0: just got a lot of questions.
1: I bet they do. What's up with her? Vice versa, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Vice
1: versa. Oh
0: man. You're
1: just the Tommy Wise out of my life. I don't know the details. How old is he? Great question. Where's he from? Your guess is that it's mine. Where does he get his money? Uh leather
0: coats? Where did he get his money is one I also get about me. Okay? <laughs> People want to know how I have money. You'll never fucking know. Because he don't. That's <laughs> the I, answer. That's the secret. You don't have zero yes <laughs> all right true um so
1: go to your show on saturday
0: saturday december the 16th day after my birthday listen, as a birthday gift to me
1: listen to your episode of i am salt lake yes as a birthday gift to yourself get on itunes or you anywhere can...
0: stitcher itunes google play all of it
1: all of those things yep. and then finally go s- well obviously go see our live show duh but then Go get tattooed at Black Salt Studio.
0: Thank you, it's great. I recently got tattooed at Black Salt Studio. I got me a little Doc Holiday. You did? By little, I mean the a lot of my your whole leg is a portrait of Doc Holiday from the movie Tombstone. My favorite movie looks so dope. It's fucking amazing. It's my favorite tattoo I have. Uh, I'm in love with it. Mm -hmm. My leg hurts. Good, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Casey Roy just fucking knocked it out of the park. I can't thank her enough. She's such an amazing artist. It's profound how much an artist can affect you as a normal person. Um, but there's that little extra when someone creates art that would affect you, but then it's on you permanently. It's like yeah. that little extra. Yeah. I'm still like a little emotional about it, to be real.
1: I mean, that's the best part about a great tattoo. And Casey's portraits, specifically, they stick with you. Yeah. Like on an emotional Literally, level. Literally, because they're
0: tattoos. But also. Also, that. also yeah. That. yeah. We it's- both have a Casey Roy portrait in the same place. Poitwit. Poitwit. Poitwit.
1: I got a poitwit on my (laughs) (laughs) leg. Yeah, we do. I have Henry Zabrowski from Last Podcast on the Left and other things. And then you have Doc Holliday from Tombstone.
0: Both uh, similarly thick famous men. I
1: mean... Gotta love them thick boys. Yeah, with three C's, baby. Three C's, all
0: capital. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Um, I guess we should get into this.
1: Yeah, also, fair warning, there's a Salt Lake Comic Con rant at the beginning. If you don't like that, fast forward through and get to the murder. About 17
0: minutes in is where the murder starts. (laughs) Unless you want to hear us murder the fuck out of Comic-Con. I mean, hey. If you want to hear me ruin any chances I have of being invited to Gaming Con, Comic-Con, or any other con in Salt Lake Mm -hmm. uh, in 17 minutes, go ahead and hit that up.
1: Yeah, hit it up. If not, uh, go ahead, fast
0: forward, listen to the murder. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you so much for listening to us, everyone. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for everything. I love you guys. Feeling sappy today. Uh, Anyway, hail fucking Satan, people. Hail Satan.
1: some fucking angel fire website, you know? Yeah. Make sure your sources are credible. They would find numerous people.
0: Does your, does your mouse pointer turn into a UFO as you're scrolling the website? Then it's not trustworthy. Don't
1: fucking rely on it. If your computer gets malware viruses after viewing the site, it is not fucking reliable. (laughs) It literally like, I remember spending a whole entire year in like computer lab classes going over how to identify sites and who's published them and if they're um, credible or not. Yeah. If you just scroll down to the bottom, you will see it.
0: It's on the internet. It's got to be true. Why would someone take the time to write this? Right. And it's exactly what I think and Mm -hmm. I don't think wrong things and then it would be wrong? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean. Now, there's no way that that's a Russian person doing that. No
1: way. There's no fucking way. Oh it's just it's so garbage. I don't know. I'm I'm mad at Salt Lake comic Con. Well I'm I've always been mad at Dan far and Brian Brandenburg because they've uh they're not good dudes. From the middle up. They're not good dudes.
0: Everyone who organizes those panels can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Everyone, and even their little, like, those people's little lackeys mm-hmm. that, like, they use to, like, filter in their friends and do favors for mm-hmm. that make them feel powerful. No, dude,
1: fuck that. I'm saying from the ground up because their fans are some of the cancerous motherfuckers <laughs> I've ever seen. The ground up, that shit is a fucking garbage fire. All all you need for proof is to go read any of the comment sections on, like, the Salt Lake Comic-Con group page where Dan Farr or Brian Brandenburg, specifically Brian, are, like, woe is me posting and they're all, like, I'm gonna put my fucking house up for sale so I can give you guys the money. Meanwhile, they're just, like, fucking Scrooge McDuck diving into their piles of fucking Comic-Con money. Yeah,
0: for sure. Just roll, and then, you know... The uh the hypocrisy knows no bounds. Yeah, it's, it's the whole unreal. um oh we well let's easy on what women wear here at this convention. Easy what women wear. Uh easy what women sell. Nothing eighteen plus. No art that could be construed as sexual. Uh except for we're gonna use Jason Momoa to make a thousand trillion dollars when everyone wants to see his dick. Yeah, you know. Meanwhile, also I'm Dan Farr and I'm gonna be a fucking creep and text girls late at night and try and fuck people even though I'm a Mormon who's married with kids yeah i'm gonna party with porn stars yeah fucking and then oh except for please don't have your tits out at my convention meanwhile i'm a fucking scumbag trying to have (laughs) sex with people who are like 30 years younger than me yep you know straight up get your yep fucking micro dick out of our faces
1: (laughs) the fucking hypocrisy is so rich you can cut it with a knife and pair it with the black coffee
0: Yeah. It's unreal. Which he would drink because he's the worst fucking Mormon that ever lived. (laughs) He's not Mormon. What a Mormon. He's just as Mormon as I am. I was going to say moron, but I said Mormon. I actually Mm -hmm. have so many good Mormon friends, but like I just bother, it bothers me when people don't pony up on Mm -hmm. what they are. Like I have LDS friends who are like, they're fucking, they do it. Mm -hmm. And and they're not shitty. They don't have time to be shitty because they're too busy doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Anyone who's religious and shitty is they've got too much time. If you're being genuinely religious, you probably don't have time to be shitty. Yeah, That's just like every time you're on Twitter and someone like posts something and they're like, that's problematic. As a Muslim, I don't like this. And it's like, bitch, it's Friday. Aren't you supposed to be fucking at your uh thing with your imam get the fuck off twitter you moron you're not a real muslim yeah you know i'm or it's just all that shit yeah it bothers me
1: it's it's fun it's fun to wear a fake title yeah i mean you know why he does it i he, know yeah you know, know. also when their little shout out thing they're like we want to thank senator orrin hatch and fucking governor gary herbert and i'm like "The if you are thanking them for helping you with this you're fucking trash well, they I don't also, fucking like you. they're
0: just trying to like suck everyone's dicks. They also included the mayor who's gay, mm-hmm. but they both have like made anti gay statements mm-hmm. and also tried to bring in people to Comic Con that were going to say blatantly anti gay things. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between having an anti gay opinion, which there are definitely guests and people at Comic Con that have. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm -hmm. dislike gay people i support you Mm -hmm. you know fuck it but to have in to be pushing an agenda that fuels money that takes rights away from gay people Mm -hmm. is totally different to
1: sell your propaganda to fuel your fucking yeah whatever your crusade against gay people exactly that's be, where the fucking problem if is. if
0: you're a moron who's like gay people make me feel icky like i don't respect you but also sure
1: you're dumb but you're entitled to your opinions.
0: yeah and tell people about it Mm-hmm. Fi- fair but to be to but to be using your money power and influence to directly affect politics to crusade against gay people that's that's physical violence in my yeah. opinion yeah absolutely to take someone's rights away is to incite violence because yeah. if you take enough people's rights away i'm eventually going to be put in a position where i have to hurt you or do nothing about it yeah. and i can't live with myself yeah so yeah you know
1: no that's that's definitely where the fucking line got drawn for sure. Yeah. Fucking. So,
0: and then, of course, we come to light that turns out Comic-Con actually wanted fucking Orson Scott Card to show up do and it. try and, raise, and fucking shit talk gay people and despite, try and raise money.
1: Despite.
0: Everything. And,
1: everyone in a panic and the LGBTQ community here and community leaders going to them and saying, hey, you're entitled to your opinions, but here's why you can't.
0: Yeah and this is why
1: if you want to protect your fans you fucking
0: Mm -hmm. cannot and they they still were going to be like yeah they told them to their face. they had a meeting face to face they told those people to their faces they understood where they were coming from Mm -hmm. their opinions were changed and they lied to their faces yeah and i it turns out i'm the fucking q in that lgbtq thing yes turns so fucking fucking i'm take it personally yeah and now you have
1: to now you got a dog in the fight yeah which color in
0: the flag am I?
1: which one do you want to be are they assigned no you just be whatever oh cool do whatever you want i'll be purple okay why not be all of them it's a fucking (laughs) rainbow um
0: Um, no it is annoying as fuck. It's just the hypocrisy is what bugs me yeah i don't like hypocrisy i also don't like that we have so many like um blind supporters yeah i don't like and i I, we have friends who won't stick up for themselves Mm -hmm. or for other people because of the little amount of validation they get from comic-con
1: i will say it i've said it before and i'll say it again i want to tattoo it on my fucking forehead being the coolest person in salt lake city being the coolest person in salt lake city still makes you the world's biggest loser.
0: When you do get that tattoo, take the blah, blah, blah out because no, I feel like that. it'll <laughs> too much to go on your Doing the whole
1: thing, all of it. Ugh, it's it is. so fucking real, though. It's so fucking real. The tiniest bit of prestige, which I even, it hurts me to even say that, that people get from being a part of the worst Comic Con in the world, um, they'll just sit there and let themselves or other people be abused mm-hmm. for why. Like what? Because For they how? they want
0: that they want that prestige and they want that validation. And I fully admit, worst Comic Con in the world. Still a lot of fun. Comic Con and the community are great. Like I love our friends. I love people. Mm-hmm. I love comics. When the panels are good, they're so fun. When mm-hmm. the booths are good, they're so great. I get what people are afraid of losing, but it yeah. just fucking. It bothers me. I don't know. I obviously got kicked uh, off of panels for just speaking my mind about panels. Yeah. So I get why people would be afraid to, like, literally talk to Dan Farr. Yeah. You know. And I, cannot... I just,
1: I love Ugh. that we live in the world of screenshots and these motherfuckers thought they could get away
0: right. with doing it. Fucking morons. And there's
1: screenshots of everything. Yeah. There's screenshots of them being scummy dudes to women. There's screenshots of them bullying reporters and journalists. There's screenshots of them talking to each other, saying how they're blatantly going to try to rip off the San Diego brand by bringing their fucking little wrapped Audi to the convention and make people think that San Diego is like the big brother to Salt Lake.
0: Yeah. Well did you hear in the court case the stenographer it's like the stenographer recorded it where san diego brings up like one of their main points was like you took our brand and we know it because when you fucked up your own convention we got hundreds of people emailing and calling us being like i want my money back yep your convention sucked
1: yep it was the 2014 year when
0: when they people were waiting outside just
1: i didn't get in thursday at all i did it took me four hours to get in on friday
0: Yeah, exactly, and so San Diego's like, hey, uh, you fucked up so bad, people were trying to get a refund from us, and then you brought your car down here to swing your dicks around, Yeah, which is hilarious because, firstly, you know that that didn't go well because they're in California, the land of, like, I love how, because they're big fish in a small pond here. Yes. They're rich and they throw their dicks around and our geek community is small so they get to party with porn stars and girl cosplayers are nice to them and let them text them creepy stuff mm-hmm. and they get away with all the shit they do mm-hmm. but down in california they're they're little fish mm-hmm. in a big in a big ocean yeah. so they went down there to throw their dicks around no one cared except for the san diego lawyers mm-hmm. and i'm sure they were embarrassed they're old they're fucking ugly they're pathetic yep. they're not cool they're they're the type of dust nerds we talk about yeah where they're so they're so socially unaware that they'll come to uh cosplay karaoke night as a millionaire without their wife and try and like hit on 18 year old girls
1: yeah you 20, 21 creep. year old but yes or
0: 21 year old well i mean mm, yeah yeah but still it's fucking they're just creeps
1: yeah it's um i think <laughs> the worst part about it is that people um people here worship them yeah yeah because yeah, they did bring comic-con to salt lake city it would have eventually been here a uh, like a geek convention it would have eventually come but they brought it early and they did their best to make it big and relevant and so people just don't care or they ignore all the bullshit yeah that they're actually garbage and they thank them and praise them and it's what? fucking disgusting, and then they play it off like they play it off. Uh, like that bleeding cool article says, it's a uh, the David and Goliath, right? Yeah, they make themselves out to be, and I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah, they're right. San Diego Comic Con could eat them the fuck alive. Yeah, but at the end of the day, <laughs> they're still fucking millionaires. True. They are no, it's no fucking David and Goliath. It's millionaires versus millionaires having a big dick contest. That's yeah. what the fuck it is. And for all of these people to sit there and worship them like they're martyrs for a cause. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah. Talking about crowdfunding.
1: Crowdfunding for their uh. legal defenses. Thank you guys so much. This is, I know this, is, this must be the hardest thing you've ever done. They brought it on themselves. Yeah. All of their problems are created by them. Totally. They It is all their own fucking. They aren't. They honestly probably didn't even realize it wasn't even a thought in their head. It was probably some fucking expensive ass million dollars an hour lawyer who thought like, oh, hey, if you go to court on this, you'll also be defending all these other conventions that use the term Comic-Con that do not have licensing through San Diego. They're
0: not defending them, though, because... Well, as we found out, a lot of those people are in contact with San Diego. Yeah,
1: a lot of them. They
0: went through the proper channels and then uh, San Diego vetted them.
1: Yeah, but some of them aren't. And um, it's funny because Salt Lake Comic Con actually fucked those guys because they could have gotten away with it. Yeah. They could have gotten away with using San Diego Comic Con's branding and have people be like, oh, if this this place has the word Comic Con in it, I'm going to be getting that same lavish experience as San Diego International Comic Con has. So I'm going to go to this one versus, you know. FairyCon, you know, like I'm gonna go to the Comic Con, not the yeah. Fairycon or whatever. But
0: it, honestly, Dragon Con is the second most popular convention in the world, yeah, probably. Absolutely. So I yeah. don't know. It's just, the it's, whole thing it's fucking, super fucking dumb I just don't like when people are like oh they're martyrs and it's like okay Brian Brandenburg had to take a break from jacking off in the mirror and Dan Farr to take a break from cheating on his sad wife with women who could be his daughter <laughs> like just so they could defend <laughs> this case go fuck yourselves yeah, this
1: case that they brought on themselves solely because they showed up in a fucking Comic Con car at San Diego and were like haha look at us we're cool
0: yeah just
1: like Sh- never forget that's where this all fucking started
0: yeah. You it's know? fucking ridiculous. I never
1: forget that they bonus themselves in the middle of the fucking uh, court hearings. And that's just, I couldn't even. They were sitting there inciting their fan base. And then the fan base was like, we're going to help you. and We're going to raise money and fuck San Diego to the point where like every day they have to backpedal on the hate for San Diego because their fan base <laughs> is so insane. Ugh. So they were like doing that and like, woe is me. I'm so fucking sad. Everything's so hard. My life is so miserable. And then at the same time, they're like, oh, here's $250,000.
0: Yeah. But well, Brian Brandenburg looks like if Buzz Lightyear was a burn victim. <laughs> Those people are fucking anyway.
1: We uh I feel well I feel like that's fair. The the <laughs> freaky the freaky geeks group has been on fire with the yeah. San Diego stuff and there are people in there who have no fucking idea what's going on.
0: We just want it's funny because people are like why do you hate Salt Lake Comic Con and so I love Salt Lake Comic Con that's the point yeah I love when, it when people go to San Diego you'll hear a lot of people be like I fucking loved the famous people mm-hmm. I loved the comedian I saw I loved all the actual comic book mm-hmm. writers and artists I met I love this and that when people come to Salt Lake they talk about the community mm-hmm. Brian and Dan and all and Ryan or whoever the fuck all those middle of the road uh, cunts all those people didn't do anything mm-hmm. what people like about Salt Lake Comic Con are the people at Salt Lake Comic Con. Yeah. And all those people we don't like at Comic Con have each other and they all jack each other off. And we have our own little group of misfits at like Comic Con mm-hmm. and the weirdos and stuff. And it's the community. Salt Lake just has a really cool alternative culture community. Yeah. And a big nerd community. They didn't do anything but give us a place to meet and name the time and the day. Exactly. And then what they did do was bring some celebrities and some Funko pop salesmen. Yeah. That's all they brought. Yeah. The local artists would have come to any convention, mm-hmm. the local craftsmen, the all the local uh cosplay groups and stuff, they all existed before. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't do shit but give us name the date and the place and we all met up and we took it from them and made it great yeah you know so whether they stay or not them staying makes it worse yeah so that's yeah. my thing it's like i wish they would have sued them into the fucking dirt to the point where they had to sell to someone else yeah and then we would have had a better convention yeah yeah. Maybe they would have actually hired someone who cares about the fans' experiences, or maybe paid someone to plan out the showroom floor and not put five Funko Pop dealers next to each other. Yeah. But the only two board game companies right next to each other selling, you yeah. know? Maybe use a little fores- foresight. Yeah. Try and actually do some planning. Yeah. Instead of uh, spending all of your time with the con cheating on your wife, jacking off, and then. Uh, being surprised that your con isn't going well because you spent the whole time bragging to your friends about how you met Jason Momoa. Yeah. Who doesn't even remember your name or care about you? Yeah. You know, the fucking yeah. cunts. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. It's a mess. Come for me. <sighs> I mean,
0: we're nobody. They the chances yeah. of them listening to this are are so slim. But realistically, it they could because they're oh, so yeah. petty. They're
1: so petty. So-
0: <laughs> I've posted on Facebook and gotten Dan's attention. Uh, But then he blocked me when I told him he was a cunt. Yeah. I'll tell him to his face. Oh, I'm going to. For sure. I cannot wait. It's going to be great.
1: I mean, I've already posted enough online in yeah. not a private group anymore oh, where they fucking know.
0: I have some middle-of-the-road people, too, at Comic-Con that mm-hmm. do the panels. I cannot wait to say what I think of them to their faces one day. Yeah. Oh, it's going
1: to be good. One, one day from the outside looking in. So anyway, <laughs> um, if you're in the Freaky Geeks group or wondering why everyone's been screaming about Comic-Con and posting all these shady articles, that's what the fuck's going on. And yeah. those are our opinions on it. Yeah. We've been waiting for this motherfucker I to can't burn. can't wait
0: to get confidence comfort- confrontational it's gonna happen i'm, I'm a very confrontational person speaking
1: of confrontational today this, this episode inspired by shit talking
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god for we real, laid it though. heavy for real, though. We're going to talk about murderers, you guys. Yeah. We're going to talk about murderers. Specifically, I wanted to get into... This is like laying the foundation down right? to talk about different types of serial killers and give a few examples. We're just going to get educated. We're we, just going to talk some realness. We just
0: want to talk about people who murder other people. People yeah. who kill each
1: other. Yeah, we want to talk about it in all forms. Yeah. not Not edited down. Not yeah. not watered down for Pinterest.
0: We're not gonna. We're not scared. Let's talk about no, killing some people. Let's talk about it. Okay.
1: Um. Okay. Great. So there. It's kind of hard to summarize this because with serial killers, spree killers, all that good stuff, there's like a million subcategories. It's a spectrum. Yeah.
0: Killing is a spectrum of motivations and previous inclination to killing.
1: And you can be a mix. Of a lot or a few, or you can move within the definitions throughout your like uh, reign. i guess I'll say.
0: Do you think one important question? Do you think killers are born or made? Made. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because I think that there's a lot of people walking around right now that have all the serial killer soup inside of them, and yet just there's just one thi- one thing didn't happen. And so they'll never be.
0: I feel personally a attacked. Killer. Yeah, you should. <laughs> no, you should. Um,
1: there's people out there who have had, um, you know, shitty, abusive childhoods. Check. Have been um, assaulted sexually, physically, mentally, verbally. Check. They are bed um, bedwetters Check. Into an older age. Um, did I say traumatic head injury? Check. Um, and so there's people who have those things.
0: What's the one thing I'm missing to I be don't a serial killer? Know. Well, isn't that what we're all Torturing fucking after? Torturing animals as a oh, young yeah. person. Torturing animals. But I did hunt quite a bit when I was young. Yeah,
1: but you were. I mean, there's a. I I've, mean,
0: actually, it makes me. I don't like suffering. It makes me sick.
1: So, there you go.
0: But so, yeah. So there's like.
1: Pen. But there's people who could check off all of those, right? No, totally. And still and not. And still not. So I think.
0: I know people who were cruel children who grew up to be um fairly well adjusted or good adults
1: yeah you're looking at them <laughs> um uh, but it's like that's the dragon we're all chasing right what happened yeah what yeah happened? and
0: we all that's that's the main thing we all wonder right yeah and that's i get why a, every serial killer's origin story is like it's like a superhero it's so important to yeah, us the you have first. to know what led up to it what did they think about what did they do who were their friends we Love that shit. Yeah. We're so fascinated by it.
1: And I think it all comes back to trying to figure out and pinpoint the exact time, place, thing, moment where they crossed over mm-hmm. and became killers. You know? I think um especially right now, currently in um kind of like the mass shooting era of American history, we are in this weird area where we're also obsessed with true crime and pop culture and then crimes are happening, like mass shooting crimes are happening and then people are like, are we glorifying the killers? Yeah. And in in one hand, you say yes. We need to not run 24-hour fucking newsreels for two weeks straight about the killer where they grew up, what their favorite color was. But also, there is a time and a place to talk about that. Because I do think the answers are in there. I do think we can find the answers within reading between the lines. And a lot of the proactive um, sociological interventions that have come up with like rehabilitating kids who are troubled happened because we investigated the past. We looked into killers and murderers and whatever you want to call them. We looked into what their upbringings were to try to figure it out and we're able to kind of pinpoint these areas where we can step in and help and try to stop and prevent. Because whenever you hear these stories, there's always that one time where you're like, if someone would have stepped in right here, this kid would have been fucking saved. And then fast forward 20 years, all of these people would still be alive. Yeah. So I think there is something to it. Um. I never want to glorify the killers. I am not one of those motherfuckers. I think every fucking serial killer is absolute trash and garbage and the worst and they deserve to be fucking dragged forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Never mistake
0: fascination
1: and um education with obsession and glorification. Yeah. That is the biggest line like I want to draw. I'm not with i'm not wearing some fucking i love ted bundy shirt no that is not me yeah and there's a difference i don't fucking care i love when they die
0: there's a difference between also dark humor and glorification absolutely whereas it's just like um i do i uh you can make abortion jokes but do you love abortion yeah you know you can make so there's a line between what is humorous or interesting and what is glorification. And yeah. you have to just be mindful of yourself mm-hmm. always because you can do that with, um, as young men, it's something especially we deal with where, There's a part of you that respects violence Mm -hmm. and also glorifies it. And you have to really walk that line so that you don't glorify war, but -hmm. you want to play war and you want to play games and sort of like live this fantasy. But it's about the fascination. Yeah. It's about the interest and the humanity of it all. Mm -hmm. It's not about, you know, everything else. Yeah. The murder. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. murder parts. I yeah. mean, because that's war. It's killing and killing is killing. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. killing is killing is killing. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between a killer and a murderer, mm-hmm. but a, um, that's very specific, especially to soldiers. Mm-hmm. A murderer is like is someone who is preying on people. Mm-hmm. A killer is someone who kills someone that could kill them back okay so there's there's like a there's a there's one of them is respectable in a way because you're putting yourself out there to be killed Mm -hmm. and then one of them is i'm doing everything i can to avoid being inconvenienced by my desire to kill
1: yeah 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 that makes sense so
0: one of them is like i may die that's a part of this game and one of them is the game i know i'm playing you do not know that i'm playing yeah so that's a yeah. big difference that's, th- that's what makes terrorism shitty mm-hmm. especially to soldiers is terrorists are murderers they're yeah. playing the game and no one knows they're playing mm-hmm. whereas a soldier is like here's my uniform like I'm going to take all of my resources and energy and try to kill you and you should do the same and I accept that reality yeah it's different
1: yeah that makes sense yeah yeah that makes sense um, another concept that gets brought up a lot when talking about um, serial killers, murderers, killings, whatever you want to call it, that whole fucking
0: the spectrum
1: genre, yeah, there you go. It is like a spectrum. Is um, the difference of um, sociopath versus psychopath? Yeah, which um, a lot of people throw around loosely. Um, when people use sociopath and psychopath, it reminds me of a uh, every fucking girl on Tumblr who's like, "I'm bipolar because like I cried today." Like you're not. you're like you're like diluting the severity and the true meaning of what that actually is yeah when you just say like the girl in line at starbucks is a psychopath because she ordered the most obnoxious drink
0: yeah which is a perfectly fine thing to say yeah not a great joke but it makes sense yeah it's funny because it's we forgot that it's funny because it's absurd. Yeah. To say, oh, I can't have, uh, no, no, organize my movies, I'm OCD. And you're not actually OCD. The point of the joke is that being OCD is so intense that to say you're OCD about your movies is absurd and therefore it's funny. Mm-hmm. But the joke has been so overused that we forget that when you make a joke about mental illness, it's not funny anymore because it's in our lexicon normally yeah but it used to be funny because a psychopath is a fucking big deal yeah yeah to, oh she's a psychopath over coffee that's hilarious but now people are like no that's the real definitely like, yeah you really are a psychopath yeah yeah you know it's been the diluted j- the joke is uh became a part of our lexicon mm-hmm. as opposed to maintaining why it was funny in the first place yeah yeah absolutely kind of like a swear word yeah yeah you know, it's just like um, how cunt carries a whole bunch of weight here, but not in Australia. Yeah. You say it enough times, it starts to not matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the biggest issue with this is that a lot of... Uh, so true crime is kind of popping right now in pop Woo-hoo! culture. Yeah. And a lot of people like to throw around the terms like they know what's up. And I'll admit, I don't know what's up, but I'm going to go ahead and try to educate myself and all of us right now.
0: Yeah. We're getting educated together at the same time. Yes.
1: Um. So psychopaths, no, sociopaths, this is P-S-Y, sociopaths, for example, are far far more likely to get in trouble with the law, while sociopaths are much more likely to blend in with society.
0: So sociopaths are more like chameleons. Psychopaths are more like, um, I want to say- Outsiders uh, yeah, looking in. Yeah, like, uh, it's more of a- an, in almost Asperger's situation where you're socially, you have social inequities. Like you can't, you have no social intelligence. Yeah. A sociopath has social intelligence. A psychopath does not.
1: A psychopath is a person with antisocial personality disorder. Antisocial personality disorder is defined in the diagnostic and statistic manual of mental disorders as a cluster of B personality disorder. Those that are dramatic or emotional while sociopaths can only be diagnosed at the age of 18 or above, the following must be present before the age of 15 for the diagnosis. Repeated violations of the law, pervasive lying and deception, physical aggressiveness. Uh, this is troubling. Reckless disregard for safety of self or others, consistent Irresponsibility <laughs> in work and family environments and lack of remorse. Well
0: I'll read the psychopath.
1: So, uh that's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But also uh mm-hmm. It's
0: important as we read these two to note to note that um sociopathy and psychopathy aren't like one you're not a psychopath, you know, and then you imagine like it's just a state of being There is a spectrum within Mm -hmm. mental illness that we all know exists. Yeah. You you could genuinely be a little of one thing. You could have bipolar and it could be a minor issue in your life, whereas some other people it's crippling. Mm -hmm. You could be a psychopath and it could cripple your ability to exist in society. Mm -hmm. Or you could be a psychopath and manage it very well, but have latent latent issues. Yeah. So absolutely. Like
1: a, everything we learned. It's all it's a
0: spectrum. Yeah. There's so much nuance and that gets lost. Modern society is all about losing com- all the nuance and all arguments in all definitions, yeah. always.
1: It's just black or white. Fuck fit in this box nuance, or not? Baby.
0: It's it's that stupid donkey or that elephant. Either yeah. way. Yeah. No nuance. Come on. All right, psychopath. According to the Society for the Study of Psychopathy, psychopathic traits include lack of guilt or remorse, lack of empathy, lack of deep emotional attachments, narcissism, superficial charm, which means you understand how to fake being charming, dishonesty, manipulativeness, reckless Mm. (laughs) risk-taking. Moreover, approximately 93% of psychopaths are in the criminal justice system. So, um, this is an interesting thing. The traits of each may seem similar. It is thought that sociopaths have a less severe form of lack of empathy and lack of guilt. It is thought that sociopaths may be able to to form some deep bonds, such as with family, while a psychopath cannot. Um, This is an interesting thing because um, a lot of people don't know that humans a lot of people think like humans are these evil creatures. Mm-hmm. And we all hate each other and we're all out to get each other. And the world is this evil, terrible place. And while that may be true to certain extents, humans have a built in, um, severe natural aversion to killing each other, mm-hmm. like a huge aversion to the point that, um, like for instance, um, um, a lot of people, after going back and reading through reports of unit actions and things in World War II, they found that about only 15 to 20 percent of any soldier in World War II fired their enemy, fired their weapons at the enemy, which mm-hmm. means millions of people were pretending to fight. Uh, mm-hmm. Historians, military historians, psychologists, and teachers at West Point. Um, all did this massive study and wrote this book called Men Against Fire. And basically they had tons of evidence from the Napoleonic Civil War and other wars throughout history that basically uh, they did like um, reenactments where they used like the data and how close the men were to each other and what bullets they were shooting. Mm -hmm. And then they like tallied it all up. And the casualties were like 90% less than what the computer could create. Yeah. So like um when they went through the battle of Gettysburg and they collected all the weapons of the 27,000 muzzle loading muskets that were re- or the muzzle loading rifles that were recovered at Gettysburg 90% of all of them were loaded with multiple rounds which means 90% of every gun that was on- at Gettysburg that mm-hmm. was recovered was owned by someone who was pretending to shoot but didn't want to kill anyone. Yeah. Um. Like, throughout history, that's been demonstrated. The way to win a war is to find the psychopaths, mm-hmm. train them to kill, get them together, and then they'll do most of the killing. Yeah. So, like, in World War II, 1% of fighter pilots did 30% or more of all the killing. Mm. So, like... Uh there was like the German Luftwaffe, which is the Air Force. They had like six pilots that together had killed over 3,000 people. Yeah, yikes. But then they had um, thousands of pilots who had never shot anyone down despite being in combat and using their ammo. Yeah. So, um, when you talk about psychopaths and sociopaths and how rare it is and how incredible, it is that these individuals end up in these situations, Mm -hmm. it's so much more rare than you think it is. Yeah. So again, that like ties into the fascination. Like, why are people so fascinated with killers? The world is this horrible place. Well, no, actually, most people can't identify at all with killers. You're just thinking that you that everyone's a killer because of your bias from watching the media, Mm -hmm. from how you perceive everything. Yeah. We're fascinated because It's fucking crazy that they ended up in that situation. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the fact that we can, um, like off the top of our heads, name off like the top ten serial killers in America should say that it's not that common.
0: No, it's this. It's this fascination is tied into the fact that we we have an aversion to killing. Yeah. So I just don't like when I think it's interesting that a lot of people who see people who are interested in the macabre. Uh, or interested in serial killers or darkness the occult Um, the occult and all these things that we're violent ourselves or that we have a glorification of it and it's Mm -hmm. the exact opposite yeah you're so far away that you want to bring it close to look at it to see what's going on with it um there was a famous guy and i can't remember his name he survived auschwitz Um, He was in the Holocaust, Mm -hmm. and he said um, the major issue with the Holocaust and the reason uh, people haven't learned their lessons well enough and that he thinks things like that happen over and over again is because we're not, as a society, willing to take a look at violence, Mm -hmm. see what we like about it, and Mm -hmm. try to harness it. Yeah. We pretend like it doesn't exist, and then the people who get in charge who like it Mm -hmm. end up, you know, doing horrible things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. It's crazy. Right?
0: It's like boxing. The sa- It's counterintuitive, but the safest place when you're fist fighting someone is right the fuck next to them. Mm-hmm. They can't punch you. The second you create distance, you give them the opportunity to punch you. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about violence and mass shooters and serial killers, you hold all the darkness close because it's the safest place. Yeah. So
1: if you know about it.
0: If you know about it.
1: It'll probably help you not die. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows?
0: Unless you're Noelle and there's a man stalking your house. Yes. And a woman.
1: Yes. These are facts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so um uh, we wanted to bring that up because those terms get thrown a lot around a lot when talking about serial killers, obviously. Um, so we'll define serial killer. Yeah. Um, so, it's defined by the act either of two or more separate murders acting alone or with another during a period of time with breaks in between each murder or what has been referred to as a cooling off period. They are a unique breed of individuals that make specific or make special efforts to elude detection from law enforcement. Mm. So, I find this definition kind of funny because um, there are serial killers. That are completely unorganized, which we'll talk about in a second, like organized versus um disorganized, that don't try to elude from law enforcement, that think that they are they're so narcissistic that they think they could get away with get away with it just by like do just by doing it themselves the way that they're doing it i don't
0: I, I think that thinking they can get away with it still helps because they think they'll elude because they can get away. Yeah. Whereas someone who goes on like um like those several guys in China recently went on stabbing sprees in the subway mm-hmm. and killed a lot of people. I think like an incredible amount, like 50 fucking people. Mm-hmm. Um that's a that's they're not serial killers because the intention was to continue killing until stopped by law. Uh, yeah, customers. until they were stopped. That's yeah. true.
1: That's very fair. Um, so there are four main types of serial killers that the, um, FBI identifies. Of course, from that, there are like subcategory on subcategory on subcategory. Um,
0: tag yourself. <laughs> right. Which one
1: are you? Um, depending on the nature of their crime. Um, you can also summarize them simply as disorganized or organized. Um, You can also be a mix of the two, obviously, like the most classic example is being an organized killer and then um, becoming disorganized when they're on your tail Yeah, and then you get caught or vice versa, being completely disorganized like Richard Ramirez and then realizing that they're on to you. And so you try all of a sudden, last minute, final hope to be organized to conceal yourself a little bit. So, um, organized serial killers, um, are usually the firstborn or only child, which I find is funny. Cause that kind of, um, they talk about this and like, it's in the, um, the psychology website where they say, um, it's usually the firstborn or only because of the parenting style they get when like, um, as a firstborn child <laughs> and only for a while for like nine, 10 years, uh your parents don't know so first of all no one knows what the fuck they're doing ever but your parents specifically don't know what the fuck they're doing with you and you could get dropped and you could kind of be fed garbage food and ignored or shaken a little bit whatever they're figuring it out right they always get it right with the second one or the third one. First one's always a little off
0: i thought it was the opposite oh no way I thought it was you helmet parent it the first one and the second one you're like I don't give a fuck I don't have the energy watch rated R movies I don't care and they're like I'm six and it's like yeah have fun at backdraft <laughs> 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 yeah well, maybe speaking from a tiny bit yeah, of experience yeah I mean, here. projecting
1: a little but um, you, you get a weird parenting style especially if you're an only child like you're just you know you're getting it all. You're either completely ignored or overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, I right? can see that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And so you could also say the thing, you could say that same thing about the firstborn until the second kid comes around. You're either completely ignored and they're dropping you and fucking starving you li- lightly, light starving, or they're overwhelming you with this helicopter parenting, whatever. Either way, you know, could potentially be bad. Don't dwell on it. It's just a thing. Um. They are usually intelligent with IQ scores ranging from 105 to 120. They are prepared, pre-planned, and always um, do it in advance, like set out their goals in advance, and um, it's not uncommon for them to watch their potential victims for days to find someone they consider a good target. So that's an organized yeah. killer.
0: And that means they have like weird, whatever weird requirements or subgenre they may fit in, whether they're like someone who's talking to a dog who is also the devil, mm-hmm. or their uh, headless mother's mm-hmm. corpse that's telling them to kill women who have red hair, or whatever. Yeah. They're very organized though. Or it
1: could even be like a Bundy in the beginning, if they didn't get in the car, then he wouldn't yeah. kill him. But the moment they got in the car, it was like his pretend serial killer consent form
0: yeah, he was just like, Oh, they must want to be. Everyone who gets into cars wants to be murdered. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. Okay. Or you just have like a box of salted vaginas. You never know. That tells you what to do. Yeah. By the way, I just thought of the best online quiz. What uh it would be what what horrible amalgamation of things made of human flesh are you in Ed Gaines house?
1: Oh. And you
0: take a quiz. I would
1: like to think that I'm the pair of lips. That's that are what, on the blind. You motherfucker,
0: you can't be, that's the thing that's I me. was gonna say. That's me. Oh, man. You're the
1: salted vagina box. No way,
0: I would be the um the husk of a human corpse that's been chained up like a chandelier or whatever that they mm. found.
1: You wouldn't be a skull bowl?
0: Oh, skull skull bowl's pretty cool. Yeah. Conan would drink out of me. I mean,
1: he had so much.
0: The barbarian. <laughs> Not the late night, I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's into it <laughs> too.
1: Okay, um you talk about disorganized.
0: Okay, so disorganized hero killers, usually middle to youngest, hey oh, lower IQ scores than average. Oh, oh we're again uh ranging from eighty to ninety five, rarely plan or completely unplanned, kill at random, wrong place at the wrong time. So, like, that's, like, someone who's just, like, I'm having a bad day, mm-hmm. and then... First um,
1: person who walks up to me is getting fucking yeah, murdered. I'm
0: gonna kill the first person who fucks up my Taco Bell order.
1: And that's just whoever you go to Taco Bell
0: with. Yep. <laughs> um, tend to travel from state to state, or even to other countries, to avoid being captured by the authorities. So,
1: disorganized serial killers, when it's talking about middle to youngest... um, I feel like that's the what what do they say? Like they're either babied or completely ignored, right?
0: Um, I mean that's basically what we said about the first one. I yeah. think that what it comes down to is that there's a lot of like angst in the disorganized hero killer because a lot of your killings are passion-based mm-hmm. because they're in the moment. You're not planning them, you're just like, Oh fuck this guy who forgot my beans again and yeah. you just shoot him in the face. Yeah. And a lot of that is probably you know, if you're a middle or youngest, you're getting picked on your, your, your
1: rage. You're, filled.
0: Yeah. You're, you're a pat. You've got a lot going on. Probably you're mm-hmm. a very passionate person. Yeah. It, and not for the best. Yeah.
1: Bad passion. You're like,
0: you could be a passionate lover or you could be like, no one, you know, is stoked on the guy who's like, no, he's very passionate. He shot that guy in the face at Taco Bell. I think he's very, <laughs> he loves it, yeah, tacos. He's very passion. passionate. Um, yeah. So,
1: um, <laughs> When I think of organized serial killers, I Disorganized? Well, comparing them. Oh, okay. When I think of organized serial killers, I think of um BTK.
0: Yes. The most organized. Yeah.
1: Um it was almost Zodiac? Yeah, Zodiac as well. Um and when I think of disorganized, I automatically think of Richard Ramirez. Yes. Even though almost a little bit of both, because his thing was like if he could get into your house, right?
0: That's the, but that's like kind of his own mental thing. He's still weird. I think Son of Sam maybe. Um, Son of
1: Sam kind of had a plan though, a little bit.
0: He went out wanting to shoot someone, but
1: yeah. I honestly feel like disorganized serial killers are Eileen Warnos. Mm, well, she said she was ki- well. It's she... a, for her. It's what do you believe? Do you believe her story? No, that she was killing um, Johns and ridding the world of. Those type of men who are like abusers and whatever, in which you would say they're what like um they're mission oriented, or do you believe that she was just a psychopath killing people?
0: I think that it was like probably a mostly a psychopath. I mean, sure, anyone who buys prostitutes like is not great, mm-hmm. but also. Like, where prostitution is legal, there's not a lot of problem with Johns. Yeah. Also, pimps exist. Yeah. Most Johns know that if they do something, a pimp will destroy them or take their money. Yeah. I'm not saying Johns aren't abusive because 100% anyone willing to take a risk with a prostitute's probably fucked up. hmm But she probably killed, like, two or three people who deserved it and then like four dudes who were just like trying to get a really unfortunate nut with a woman who <laughs> looked like a leather handbag. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> I think you're completely right on that. I think it's a little mix of them all. Um. Okay, so... Just,
0: Richard Ramirez, I think, is a good disorganized. Yeah. He just kind of like is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, he
1: was leaving like DNA evidence everywhere. He was being blatant and bold. But not in a smart way. The, like when he uh, beat and raped that girl in her house as she slept on her couch and her parents were upstairs. Like, just no regard for anything. Yeah. And I bet he was like, if I get caught right now, then that's just what happens.
0: Ultimate planned serial killer, H.H. H. Holmes. For
1: sure. For sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, no one Carl puts Pan fucking Ram, like. Disorganized. Disor-
1: yes. Carl Panzer is very disorganized. disorganized. Just yeah.
0: choking the life out of like 300 men and young boys. And like,
1: do they survive or do they live? I don't know. In the beginning, it was kind of like some people could have gotten away. Just like leaving. I think that's another disorganized killers potentially leave victims. Yeah. Survivors. True.
0: Well, because they're messy. Yeah.
1: An organized killer would never. Leave anything.
0: Um, Charles Ng and uh what's his name? The other guy. Oh my god.
1: Ch- what is Charles Ng's partner's name? I can't. Wait, now we have to look it up or else people are already screaming. I just They were very organized. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh the Toy Box Killer, my least favorite. Ugh. Just thinking about it, fucks me up. Toy
1: Box Killer is very organized. The only reason why he became disorganized is because someone got away saw style.
0: Yeah. His wife and his daughter fucked up.
1: Well, yeah. Well, because one of the victims was a fighter.
0: Yeah, good for her. I mean, really. Also maybe- that was like,
1: that uh- whole scene is like straight up Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You've got a naked girl, bloody, beaten, and tortured, screaming down the road, begging for anyone to help, Ugh. potentially running into the people who are holding her hostage.
0: Yeah, the toy box killer fucks me up. If you want to ruin your day, Google that shit. Serious.
1: Um, Actually, don't. Just don't
0: Google it. It's so bad. It's the worst, in my opinion.
1: Oh, I agree, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, um. So the four main types of serial killers, based Leonard by... Lake. Oh, Leonard Lake, that motherfucker. Uh, the, four... <laughs> <laughs> the four main types of serial killers, based by the type of crime they commit. Yes. So we've got hedonistic, a.k.a. lust or thrill seekers. Um, I
1: think this is the majority, personally.
0: Yeah, yeah. So some people say they're not that, but we know that they're all getting off on it or some in some way because they keep repeat offending. Um, let's see. Mission-oriented. Now, mission-oriented is, uh, that's like Son of Sam.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, people who think that they're killing for a higher purpose or a goal. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: We're going to break these down more, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visionary Killers, that's like your, um, I was told in the name of God to do this. And then Power Control Seekers, which are another um, pretty popular group, which I would say um, like John Wayne Gacy is a part of. Yeah. Um, And that's like, you know, he was- uh,
0: Albert Frisch.
1: Yes, using their power and prestige to- um
0: kill. Yeah, it's about the long term how they feel. They take their time with the body. Usually there's a lot of weird shit going on yeah that makes no sense.
1: Yeah. So we'll start with um hedonistic killers, aka lust or thrill seekers. Um so it's out of enjoyment. I think the best example is the Zodiac killer. Um, he's never been caught, unless you want to believe that it's Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. which whatever helps you sleep at night. Lion Ted, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, meticulously planned. Um, he named himself, which I think says so much. Yeah. When you're like, by the way, call me Zodiac. Can you fucking can you just do that for me real quick? <laughs> Everyone like,
0: has a friend who tried to like nickname themselves. Yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah,
1: we're not. You're still
0: little dick johnson yeah i love that like you have a friend you ever have the friend who like left for the summer and they came back and he's like no my name isn't chad anymore it's pussy slayer i want you to call me the slayer and you're like why he's like well over the summer when i was gone i slayed so much pussy people started calling me that and you're like no they didn't didn't. chad you did not they did you slayed zero pussy what you slayed was a lot of SpaghettiOs.
1: Yes, and Tostino's Pizza Rolls.
0: Yeah, that's all you did Diablo. Yep,
1: that's all you <laughs> did.
0: <laughs> Motherfucker, no so, one's ever going to call you that.
1: And obviously, the most um, like clean-cut example of being a hedonistic thrill-seeker killer with Zodiac are his letters and riddles.
0: BTK is another one who gave into this a little bit, though he was a little bit of several things but yeah
1: like zodiac made a fucking code and was like hey police crack my code ha ha you'll solve the murder and find out who i am ha 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 and it's just like the bold just the outright bold i'm fucking with the cops the murder is almost second my my big thing here is fucking with the cops and fucking with the media. I don't even care who I kill, honestly. It's just about getting one over on them. Yeah. And in a letter that he wrote to the police, um, he said, killing people is so much fun. It's even better than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal. To kill gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. Mm. So he's into it.
0: That's yeah, getting your rocks off. Yeah, cool. This totally, totally dated. wicked zodiac. <laughs> dated <killer>. sentence. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I like to kill and then get my rocks off. Ew, <laughs> ew, <laughs> this is fucking ew, surfer guy. Ew.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Also, um, hedonistic killers are known to keep detailed records of their killings and or trophies. So uh, when they get caught, they get caught fucking good. Yeah. Um. And they typically use weapons or rape their victims before killing them. And they are known to hide the victims. Um, which some people don't. So Yeah. They like to keep their heads in their living room.
0: They basically like the panic. They like the trolling aspect of killing. Yeah. You know, they wanna feel the reaction of everyone. It's a part of the thrill.
1: 4chan is a hedonistic serial killer. Yes. It's all thrill. All of it. Okay. So the next one is mission-oriented serial killers.
0: Uh they feel that they are doing society a favor by ridding it of certain people. These killers are generally not psychotic, usually have controlled crime scenes. Um possibly Jack the Ripper.
1: Mhm. Um, because he was going after um prostitutes yes or sex workers And he seemed
0: to have a vendetta against prostitutes Mm -hmm. um do you have any other examples for us
1: yes i do actually okay a man that i learned about recently yikes um so mission-oriented killers seek revenge eliminate a specific group or person they are typically quote-unquote ridding the world and generally not psychotic um because they they like uh you could it's
0: logical they don't you could
1: put christian killers like uh naming killing in the name of god because they they think it's logically the right thing to do
0: exactly um they've disassociated enough that it's not killing that they're doing it's a it's it's beyond that it's a mission yeah it's um you know it's just i think people at uh Holocaust camps mm-hmm. like Germans who didn't want to be there but were sort of fall into this category where they're like they've disassociated and they're like, This is just my job. Yeah. This is a thing that needs to be done and someone's gonna do it. And it's not it's not killing as much as it's the job.
1: Yes. So uh speaking of yikes. A great example of this. Here is we go. A man named Joseph Paul Franklin a.k.a. the racist killer. A little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing for ya, babies. Um, he's from Alabama, no surprise, specifically yep. Mobile. Um, unfortunately, he died in 2013, which is too recent for me to be okay with. He um, gained notoriety in the 70s and 80s because he <laughs> was a fucking Nazi... Anti interracial couple serial killer. Mm. He specifically killed black men who were dating or friends with or seen in close relation to white women.
0: What? Oh!
1: And he killed seven
0: to twenty two people. Yeah, that number gap is too many. That is too fucking. Do you know how you know it's too many? Just imagine that you were like, (laughs) imagine you. Like you're a guy mm-hmm. out there in the world mm-hmm. or a girl mm-hmm. and you're going to date someone and you're like, how many, how many butts do you think you fisted? And, and you're like seven to 22? Seven to 22. And you're like, I am not comfortable with
1: the <laughs> Yeah. That, I'm not comfortable with the starting number, the any number, and then the questionable in between. Lose
0: that much in between. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like let's get within three. Mondays, Can am I right? Can please <laughs> get within three <laughs> buttholes nope. that your hand has been inside? Nope it's very uncomfortable
1: um unfortunately this motherfucker was um and he inspired white supremacist william pierce to write um hunter which is a white supremacist novel about being fucking awful and he's quoted as saying this guy joseph franklin he saw his duty as a white man and did what a responsible son of race must do um, so, fucking kill all of them, honestly. I love how
0: fucking this is my favorite thing about white supremacists is like they're marching around. They like they protest the synagogues here in Salt Lake like every year. Mm-hmm. And, ha- and they do they like but they say stuff like that. Like, he did. What, his duty as a white man. And it's like, well, then fucking go out there and start killing people then, you coward. Yeah. Why aren't you killing people then? Because you don't want to die. I know. They're fucking pathetic. That's what bothers me. It's like, again, it's the thing that bothers me the most is the hypocrisy. Like, I know send me messages about how I'm like a kike all day. Please. I'm fine. I don't care. But like step up
1: yeah let's like when up. you let's see me like
0: it. i love how they're like oh don't punch a nazi and like i'm not for attacking I'll people a in public i know but then eventually they punch you back it's a whole thing
1: and that's we'll keep
0: going well no but that's what until i'm saying one of us dies if you come at us <laughs> you know they're, they're just fucking i just i don't know They'll i will, know. like write the turner diaries and inspire all these people but then no one does anything about it i mean it they kind of did but bothers also me.
1: i'm you know i mean like the fucking what's his name Little skinny noodle. Noodle McVeigh.
0: Noodle McVeigh. I mean, that's... But serious, in all honesty, though, they're all fucking cowards. Yeah, I know. Rise up and get it done.
1: I mean, let's kill them let's all.
0: Let's fucking fight or or stop. That's yeah. my whole point. Yeah. It's just... I just don't like the shit talking. Like, let's fucking do it or let's not. I'll give the South credit there. They got their asses kicked and now it's over. I mean, well... You know, but still, uh, I mean, they're got fucking... We to kill a couple... They're trying to keep it back. A thousand of them.
1: Yeah. So um, this motherfucker also... Um he attempted to kill Larry Flint, the guy who um published Hustler. Those motherfuckers. I know. Um and Larry Flint was uh paralyzed from the waist down from this attempted murder. Really? Yeah, so that wow. sucks. Why? Um,
0: because Larry Flint was like progressive and had uh black and white people fucking each other? Yeah. And then he fucking also for uh, Larry Fr- Flint. Again, right. pornography is ahead of the game always. Always.
1: Um and then he also tried to um kill Vernon Jordan Jr, a civil rights activist, they both survived. Um
0: Good, good. Yeah,
1: but this motherfucker, I mean, it's literally every example I'll just summarize. In 97, shot a young inner um shot a young interracial couple um in a parking lot in a mall in Wisconsin. Um later that year in suburban St. Louis, Missouri, he hid in the bushes and fired on a group attending a service and just because they were mixed kids, like just some kids hanging out, um, have, you know, black and white kids, um, in seventy-eight. He used a Ruger semi-automatic rifle to ambush Hustler publisher Larry Flint, um, because Hustler displayed interracial sex. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. And um he <laughs> in uh, on July twenty ninth, he hid near a pizza hut in Chattanooga. And shot and killed Brian Tatum, a black man, with a shotgun um, because his girlfriend was white. And um, I love
0: it. also this whole white supremacy thing. Fucking she, oh, so she gets to get away with it. Mm-hmm. You fucking pussy. And, like, what if she has a mixed baby in her? I mean, and I love how he's like man enough to kill a guy. But he's like not man enough to follow his ideology to its logical conclusion. Well, I
1: think he's so white supremacist that the fact that she's just a white woman. She, deserves, she just gets the free pass. Yeah, she just gets to live. It's I there's just, you can't explain the holes, stupid It bothers I know. me. Um, I just, he shot a Taco Bell manager because he was um, too real interacting
0: close with white women. Oh um, my God! Then, he's taking white women's orders. White people need Mexican food from black people in Mobile, I Alabama. Know. Don't shoot him. He gives us our tacos. I mean, he's
1: all over. That was uh, in that was in Georgia. Really? Then he's in Indiana. When he tried to kill that civil rights activist. There's no
0: Mexicans in Georgia. Who's going to serve the... F- I'm just kidding. Taco Bell is <laughs> pretty, pretty much Oh, not. and then, in
1: 1980, he killed two black men, Ted Fields and David Martin, near Liberty Park, located in Salt Lake City, Utah. No way. Motherfucker.
0: This motherfucker. This motherfucker. Did, wait, do white supremacists hate Mexicans dating white people? You know, you'll have to ask them. I'll assume yes. I'm going to assume some of them do and some of them don't because Mexicans are technically white. I mean, a lot of people that forget the white there's, I, Well, Spain is the like headquarters of white supremacy the world over, so a lot of people forget that.
1: I mean, tell it to the white supremacist,
0: not me. <laughs> okay. Oh, I hate them. Do you so, know what the Book of Astaire is? No. Or Esther? Because I'm not a racist. No, the book of Esther is in the Torah, you maniac. Like I said, I'm not a racist. There's (laughs) this story about this princess, basically, and she's Jewish, and uh, they have this one, they had this holiday in the city, I'll just give you the short version, Mm -hmm. where everyone gets to go free-for-all and kill all the Jews one day a year. It's basically the purge, but only the Jews get purged. Okay. And they all have to hide, and you can't fight back because it's illegal. If you Mm -hmm. hurt someone who's not Jewish, you'll be punished for murder or whatever. So she, blah, 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 a bunch of stuff happens. It's a pretty good story. But in the end, she convinces him to pass a law not to stop the purge, but that on that one day, the Jews get to fight back. So all the Jews meet up in this one place, and then everyone comes to purge the Jews. But uh-oh, all the Jews have their swords and shields, and they're ready, and they fight one big battle, and they kill all the racists. I want to do that. Well, become a princess. Well... <sighs> i'm trying (laughs) i just oh man i'm the only person i'm the opposite whenever everyone's like no more racism i'm like bring it on i want all the racists out with their tiki torches where i can see them yeah in plain sight fight that's what i'm (laughs) saying i fucking want it now give them a country let them and then we'll go attack it then we'll
1: bomb it fuck i mean that's really i'm about that too see
0: I yeah. liked it. Everyone is like Nazi Germany. I was like, no, let them organize and then let's go get them. Yeah,
1: I think you you just have to rebrand your um how I say things your your manifestos. You need to start with <laughs> let's let them get their own country all together. They're all in one place, so that we could bomb it, let's and then everyone will be like, yes.
0: Cut Georgia out and let them have it.
1: Fuck Texas. Are you kidding me? Texas. Texas. Texas, Texas, Texas. is half good fuck you know it's not texas is garbage <laughs> and it's half underwater so let it sink
0: oh we have lots of listeners in yeah texas. i've got
1: family in texas and <laughs> I'm you really stick- yes i'm sticking to it they're racist as fuck are they really yes oh man so burn baby burn that's what i have to say about <laughs> texas I ain't cover me texas i don't give a fuck i anyway. mean free speech uh, yeah, they can't read. So what do they know? Oh
0: man. Um
1: anyway, so so mission oriented. there that's that. Next we have visionary killers. Um they occasionally suffer from psychotic breaks, sometimes believing they are another person. Or they are compelled by higher entities such as God or the devil. The two most cat like the two most common categories for this are um, demon mandated or God mandated. Um, the best example, our good old friend uh, Davy Berkowitz. Yeah, representing
0: for the Jewish community. Just uh, everyone believed can
1: get crazy. Everyone can. Um, he believed that. So he was demon mandated because he said that the dog, the neighbor's dog, was telling him to kill people. Man's best friend. Yes. You know, fair enough. Um, the biggest difference between the mission killer versus vision killer is thinking you are God and thinking God is talking to you. So David Berkowitz is um, the vision when the mission would be like, I am God, I am. Here to kill... Um so obviously hallucinations, delusions, um, the victims are not targeted and they suffer from a sort of psychosis. They feel compelled or commanded to kill. And um yeah, never forget that David Berkowitz also um was suspected of arsons, which is another part of serial killers too. But it's yep. more of like a gumbo at this point. Um arson as well as um, animal torture. It's a
0: stew. You can't throw anything in, in a stew and hope that it pleases company.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> You've got to be very selective. stinky and
1: brown. Um, David Berkowitz, son of Sam, you might know him, Brooklyn boy, uh, out here, fuck it shit up. Yeah. So there's your uh, visionary fucking
0: killers um can i read this next one sure do you think power and control serial killer see how i took the power from you, you did. and the control <laughs> you did <laughs> they are perhaps the most common of all serial killers and classic examples of this type include gary Ridgway, john wayne gacy the killer clown uh dennis Rader, or raider raider the bind torture kill or btk Um, they enjoy their victim's suffering or torture. This is my least favorite serial killer, by the way. Yeah. They're like the bully serial killer, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, They tend to be very organized and usually have a history of childhood abuse. They sexually abuse their victims. They're motivated by domination, and the killer gets to decide when, how, and under what circumstances his victims will die. Yeah.
1: And so this type of killer, also the power control killer's, um obviously with those guys up there they tend to be charming, charismatic and intelligent. That like fake charm though. Exactly. Like Bundy's ability to um like mirror what a normal person would look like, but knowing that in in their heart of hearts they're fucking crazy and they're doing this as an act. Um and they're hard to find because they're able to blend Um, and they know how to lie. Like these are the type of killers who will take a lie detector test and pass. Yeah. Because, um, they're professional fucking manipulators.
0: One thing that a lot of people don't understand is that almost all serial killers, when they're caught, they're like, did you, did you do that? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I stabbed those three people. Like Mm -hmm. they'll immediately just like, there's zero, they're they have no ability at that point to keep it to themselves. Mm -hmm. Whereas this type of killer is the guy who will be like, oh, whatever do you mean, officer? Yeah you know i'm a
1: good christian boy
0: that's like um what's his name the big giant guy kemper mm-hmm. you know kemper. having a woman shot in the head in his car and he's like Shh, she's sleeping yeah. she's and then drives out past college security yeah she's taking a nap he's like it looks like she's been shot in the head and he's like you can do both <laughs> <laughs> and just drives yeah, away just
1: like convinced um the biggest difference between a um power killer and a hedonistic killer um is motivated by the rape and not the lust, um. So it, the power and domination thing, mm-hmm. and it's always about um controlling their victims, which is fucking terrible. Um, some and this is just another fucking taste of ugly. Um, a lot of power control killers dabble in necrophilia. Whoa. Um, because despite being just these fucking masters of disguise they do have issues with rejection because any sort of rejection is loss of power and what would fucking make their dick softer so uh problematic statement but dead people can't say no so oftentimes um they'll prolong the torture and then when they eventually die um they'll keep them around and come back to the body um, yeah. to have sex with the body, rape with the body, because it's the ultimate domination, right? Can't, you can't be told no. You can't be fought off. It's always there, and you caused it. And um, that's super gross. But uh, Ted Bundy and Kemper, um, Kemper's name was the co-ed killer, if that helps anyone, Um, were both of these, and both had uh, post-portum sexual behaviors. Which, uh, they fuck dead bodies.
0: Yeah, yeah. You trade in consent for the smell.
1: Yeah, I mean, they trade in a lot for a lot. Yeah, so, um, it's
0: pretty rough. Also, um, whatever bugs or animals decide to like make a home inside that body also cannot say no. So that's like a double whammy yeah. right there.
1: I also want to say that power control killers are typically the ones that are um, sexualized in pop culture. Ted Bundy specifically is who I think of. Um, he... Is seen as attractive and smart and kind.
0: He is physically attractive. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, just like everything in our society, it's like, oh, Susan Boyle could be Christina Aguilera, but she's not hot. So, get fucked, Susan Boyle. (laughs) Welcome to the reality of our society where if you're not remotely good looking or or have like a shtick, no one's going to like you. Yeah. It's just like why John Wayne Gacy is super popular. Yeah. How many people did weirder, worse stuff? But weren't a clown.
1: Yeah. I mean...
0: It's like, you're a serial killer and a clown? Like, you just fucking crawled out of the nightmare factory to rape little boys, you know?
1: They also tend to, like, be... They want to blend in so bad that they become, like, staples of society. Like, with um, Gacy... He was like ahead of like the local political scene and was like known for being the the cool house on the block that you go to to like hang out and party, and but also under his deck and basement were like little boys
0: yeah dead
1: ones very dead stacked on top of each other so it's and then also like the the power thing there specifically with Gacy was that um he was using his um contractor company to lure kids in just like Dahmer with being the cool guy who wants to like drink with everyone using that like power and prestige to like be the trap you know to get them in Um so it's like controlling them on all aspects so even the like baiting them is even a part of like the domination Um
0: yeah the tricking yeah it's the like oh I've tricked you um definitely
1: so it's super
0: gross yeah and you can be and there are levels of this you know you could be a domination uh asshole from fucking btk all the way down to bill cosby yeah true i mean bill cosby you know what honestly if bill cosby had just murdered a couple of those girls He'd probably be much more popular than he is now, <laughs> right. And that's the fucking weird reality of true. our society. It's not a joke. I know. it. Like, think about. I know. Like a, it's a fucked up statement to make, but if he had killed some of those girls, it would be a whole different story. The way people treat and view him, yeah. And that's kind of fucked up. It and is that goes way back to up. like, hey, don't glorify don't these people. Don't glorify them. They're fucking don't. monsters. He is one of these power and control monsters. Mm-hmm. Just because he skipped a step doesn't mean he doesn't deserve our spite in our fucking uh, mocking of mm-hmm. him for the rest of his existence mm-hmm. oh
1: absolutely absolutely so,
0: you can be these archetypes in um other ways yeah is what i'm saying yeah also fuck bill cosby is something i'm saying yeah also uh, yeah fuck all of them yeah it's clean com- listen here's the thing clean comedians are rapists and i killers. just say it
1: yeah i agree yeah. i mean i nine times out of ten so at that point it's uh, facts, yep. No longer stereotypes. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, I mean, fuck. You know, we got some clowns over here, and we got some date rapers. So anyway, um, so there are obviously a million other subcategories. Um, if you listen to last podcast on love, which I hope you do, um, if you are listening to us and not them, that makes no sense. Um, they talked about black widows, which is a subcategory, black widows female killers specifically typically fueled by money but it's like another type of subcategory also spree killers those are in what like last podcast calls in like berserker mode Yeah, when they
0: basically just get way into it and they try and kill as many people as they can in a small amount of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lust killers are serial killers that harm their victims largely for sexual arousal. Albert Fish.
1: Yeah, literally getting hard because of blood and guts.
0: Yeah. And there are killers that form clubs that kill for sacrifice and acceptance into a group. Group killings is a subject we could go into completely all on our own Mm -hmm. um the uh, group killing is what motivates soldiers it's what motivates and uh perpetuates genocides
1: also recently not related to war the Manson family is a group killers
0: if you also want to read about like the weird effects of group killing and the effects it has on your psyche and people's ability to forgive and a lot of interesting stuff. Just look up the Rwandan genocide. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people who took place in the group killings have been reintegrated into society. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the families of victims have taken in some of the killers. It's really weird and mm-hmm. interesting. Um, just reading any topic about that. Hotel Rwanda is a book about it that Ugh. popularized it. Oh God. Hotel and Rwanda. a movie. Um, but like a, yeah, if you read anything about that, it's fucking crazy. Group killing is um groupthink can be very bad. Yeah, groupthink,
1: group killing, um also group uh group killing relating to cults. I mean, yeah. the that topic alone is deep. It's so fucking deep on all the levels.
0: But the To summarize it real quick for people who are curious about it, group killing is super interesting and wildly common despite humans' aversions to violence because it stops being about the killing and starts being about the bonding between the people doing the killing. Mm -hmm. And so the positivity from the bonding and the shared intense experience uh, washes away the guilt and, uh, increases the disassociation from the victims mm-hmm. and it becomes about the human experience of bonding and less about the human experience of taking a life. Yeah, absolutely. Super fucking crazy how it works.
1: And then of course there's uh mass murders, which we've been dealing a lot with with America. Our... Yeah. America <laughs> our mass shooting problem. Yeah. We're um, all they, about that. Um kill they try to kill large groups of people at a single time with no s- specific targets in mind rather just killing for their own enjoyment yeah um uh, so fucking just watch the news for more information on that yeah it's any <laughs> other day here yeah. in the
0: united states but for real though oh fucking we gotta do something yeah. i don't know i don't have the answers so i don't i mean like yeah but um, still it's fucking sucks
1: yeah and that's that's basically the summary of it all i that's The fucking cliff notes, the vignettes, the little mini-series on serial killers. I think if we're going to talk about these people more in depth, we have to get this base down. Yeah. So I don't think people realize how... Yes, it's all clustered in true crime, but there's specific instances. Totally. So it's all really interesting. And from this... Even just these groupings, you can branch off.
0: Totally. I think that, like we said before, it's important to keep the darkness close to you, and it's important to, like... Um, it's important to know about the darkest parts of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And inside all of us, we see there's a little piece of you that's reflected in every Ed Kemper and Ed Gein Mm -hmm. and Albert Fish. And you feel that a little, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, it's important to recognize that so that you can control it, so that you can be aware of our tendencies as people. Mm -hmm. um, Because if you ignore it... That's not good. Yeah, when you ignore it,
1: the voices in your head just get louder. I think violence violence
0: is like sexuality. If you don't have an education about it, if you don't want to harness it and understand it and admit to yourself that parts of it are good and parts of it are bad, Mm -hmm. then you're going to do it wrong and it's going to end badly for everybody. Very true. You know?
1: Very true. So... Yeah. Be educated.
0: Be educated.
1: Now you can go into <laughs> your like fucking my friend Dahlers and be like, oh, I'm here because I want to learn, not because I want to masturbate. Yeah. That's really what I want out of this.
0: Mm-hmm. Masturbate to the actor, not the character. There you go. Boom. That's all you need, guys. <laughs> Alright. Uh anything else to add before we get out of here? Um, nope. Alright, everyone. Fucking hail Satan. Hail Satan.